Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 119, verses 73 through 80. Your hands have made and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. Those who fear you shall see me and rejoice, because I have hoped in your word. I know, O Lord, that your rules are righteous, and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. Let your steadfast love comfort me according to the promise of your servant. Let your mercy come to me that I may live, for your law is my delight. Let the insolent be put to shame, because they have wronged me with falsehood. As for me, I will meditate on your precepts. Let those who fear you turn to me, that they may know your testimonies. May my heart be blameless in your statutes, that I may not be put to shame. Joshua chapter 23 verses 1 through 16. A long time afterward, when the Lord had given rest to Israel from all their surrounding enemies, and Joshua was old and well advanced in years, Joshua summoned all Israel, its elders and heads, its judges and officers, and said to them, I am now old and well advanced in years, and you have seen all that the Lord your God has done to all these nations for your sake. For it is the Lord your God who has fought for you. Behold, I have allotted to you as an inheritance for your tribes these nations that remain along with all the nations that that I have already cut off, from the Jordan to the great sea in the west. The Lord your God will push them back before you and drive them out of your sight, and you, you shall possess their land, just as the Lord your God promised you. Therefore, be very strong to keep and to do all that is written in the book of the law of Moses, turning aside from it neither to the right nor to the left, that you may not mix with these nations remaining among you, or make mention of their names the names of their gods, or swear by them, or serve them, or bow down to them. But you shall cling to the Lord your God, just as you have done to this day. For the Lord has driven out before you great and strong nations. And as for you, no man has been able to stand before you to this day. One man of you puts to flight a thousand, since it is the Lord your God who fights for you, just as he promised you. Be very careful, therefore, to love the Lord your God. For if you turn back and cling to the remnant of these nations remaining among you, and make marriages with them, so that you associate with them and they with you, know for certain that the Lord your God will no longer drive out these nations before you. But they shall be a snare and a trap for you, a whip on your sides and thorns in your eyes, until you perish from off this good ground that the Lord your God has given you. And now I am about to go the way of all the earth, and you know in your hearts and souls, all of you, that not one word has failed of all the good things that the Lord your God promised concerning you. All have come to pass for you, not one of them has failed. But just as all the good things that the Lord Lord your God has promised concerning you have been fulfilled for you, so the Lord will bring upon you all the evil things until he has destroyed you from off this good land that the Lord your God has given you, if you transgress the covenant of the Lord your God, which he commanded you, and go and serve other gods and bow down to them. Then the anger of the Lord will be kindled against you, and you shall perish quickly from off the good land that he has given to you. 
The Gospel of Luke, chapter 10, verses 13 through 16. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it will be more bearable in judgment for Tyre and Sidon than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? You shall be brought down to Hades. The one who hears you hears me, and the one who rejects you rejects me, and the one who rejects me rejects him who sent me. Good morning and welcome to the fifth Wednesday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Laguna de Niguel, California. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 119, Joshua 23, and Luke 10. And they are both warnings, um, but also reminders. Um, the reading from Joshua uh, is, is always really interesting to me. Um, because Joshua is one of the places where people think of when they, they talk about you know, all the violence of the Old Testament. And it is uh, a reminder, which appears throughout Joshua, um, not so much Judges, but um, that the point of the violence, what um, we are to take from it, is that God fights for us, that we don't fight on our own, we don't do it for our own good, but that God does all this uh, for us in response to our, the covenant that God made with us. Um, he, uh, God has done all these things in verse 3. Um, the Lord your God will push them back in verse 5. Um, the, you know, the, it's kind of frustrating to hear you know, all this violence and what do we do with it? And, you know, it's really troubling, but like Joshua uh, kind of gives us what what it means. Like it's not about the fighting um, and it's not without a purpose and it's not, it's not politically motivated. It's not like Israel is trying to conquer people to gain land. They are explicitly told by God in order to, you know, fulfill my my covenant with you, I will do these things. Um, the, you know, the book of Joshua, uh, the fighting begins in Jericho in chapter 6, and the fighting is done by like chapter 11, I think. And all the other chapters, with the exception of the concluding chapter in 23, um, it's about distribution of land. Um, and so that clearly the main point of Joshua is not, oh, you know, look at what God does isn't it cool that God has our backs and you know, we're going to gloat over our enemies and yada, yada, yada. Look at all this oil we found in, in uh, Canaan. Like, no, it is, we should not be here, but God is so powerful that God is doing these things for us. And then it moves immediately to the actual fulfillment of the promise of its, itself, this good land, right? where each clan is, is given uh, land according to their size, uh, carefully you know, allocating who gets what, how many are in each tribe, and, and then how much of the land is then divvied out to them. Uh, and so Joshua is not, if we read in Joshua that, um, oh, you know, the, there's all this violence, and I don't like that, 
And so I'm going to be kind of confused and put off by it. That's fine, but you're missing the very clear point um, that there's something beneath all that, right? You don't fight for the same reasons, or Israel didn't fight for the reasons that we fight for. You know, it's not like, you know, you stub your toe when you throw a desk or, you know, somebody steps on your toe and you punch them in the face. It's that there's, there is no, that isn't the connection logically for Israel. Um, and so it's, I don't know, it's kind of frustrating. Judges, on the other hand, is about Israel failing, all the clans failing. Now they're fighting against one another. It starts out okay, but very quickly they turn on each other. And it just, you know, descends into madness and chaos. Um, and Judges makes the point of saying this is not the way it should be. Um, that the, the relationship between God and God's people has broken down, both collectively and, I won't say individually, but, you know, on a tribal basis, like, the people Israel are no longer, you know, morally and socially coherent, and the the tribes are breaking down and going against one another. Um, and so the 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 passage from Joshua um, makes explicit this is what that violence is about. God is here. Don't worry. God has your back. God did these things so you don't have to. You know, he has some line in there about like each. Each man can take out a thousand because God is behind you. It's not like this should not pump up your arrogance. It should build confidence in this, you know, largely unseen covenantal partner. Um, this isn't the desert where they see a pillar of smoke and fire. This is Joshua where they receive the land. And Joshua is leading them under God's orders to take the promised land and then divide it up. Um, and so the, too often we allow our own human kind of fallibility and corruption to creep into, uh, scripture and, and we kind of paint it onto God. Um, but I think that's a problem that distracts us from the message the Bible is trying to, to leave us with. Um, and I can see, you know, somebody saying, well, who cares what the message is? What does this disclose about God? What kind of God would do this? Um, yeah, I'm, again, this is one book of, what is it, 30 or 40 in the Old Testament. Um, and that is to ignore the violence that God did against the Egyptians, uh, the violence that God did against belligerent nations while they were wandering in the desert and in Canaan. Um, the ones that they are to remember the most, um, not Tyre and Sion, Og, Og and... Sihon, I think. These were two nations who preemptively decided to strike against Israel and lost. Um, they heard that Israel was going through the land, and this was not in Joshua. This was during the Exodus. Um, the, the text goes to great lengths to point out, you know, asshole nations and to show that those in particular, these are the two um, nations that Rahab remembers when Joshua comes to uh, Jericho with his spies. She says, I you know, we've heard about Og and Sihon, how they were total douchebags, and, and you beat them, even though you barely had any weapons and you had a 
numerically inferior force. Um, and so the kind of God this is, is the kind of God who fights. But the, the fights that God selects are on behalf of the underdog consistently and repeatedly. Um, and so that should give, I, I would like to think that should give hope and courage to those who are oppressed, you know, or that's, you know, uh, workers in the fields or um, prisoners, you know, who have been uh, imprisoned unjustly or for political means. Like, I'd rather have a God that does something about my plight um, than a God that just kind of sits back and waits for me to do everything on my own. And that's the point of Joshua. Uh, you're not alone. Remember that God did all these things. God will do this for you. Um, and so I understand the the anxiety around violence and what do we do with it and you know what does it say about God. Um, but I feel quite comfortable in reading the text and hearing and understanding what it says um, and uh, taking at face value that what it's saying is what we are to take from it. That God is that God is with us. That we are not alone, um, and that when evil comes. It isn't just by your own strength that you're going to overcome it, but it's with the strength and the blessing and the grace of God. A prayer in times of conflict from the Book of Common Prayer. O oh God, you have bound us together in a common life. Help us in the midst of our struggles for justice and truth to confront one another without hatred or bitterness and to work together with mutual forbearance and respect. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with pewpewhq in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.